It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With Pat. Well, it doesn't matter if it's the patron state of mediocrity, Ryan Tannehill, or um, Malik Willis under center. The Titans still, I think, have another good year left in them. And I think that Mike Vrabel could coach whatever South Carolina State University to, you know, an FBS national championship appearance. John. The Titans always feel like a glass house to me. For whatever reason, their record is always way better than they look playing games. Yes. And Rando. If it smells like sh- it looks like sh- yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel and Stanley Steamer carpet yeah. cleaner, dude. That's what I'm saying. I was with the poor, with the poor college football reference, man. This guy could, he could, you know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast and on Etsy now. We're uh, we're just putting the printful merch on everywhere that we can. So uh, have a link to that in the show description. Gentlemen, Check it how, out. How, how are you guys doing? Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone's day is relatively the same. Um, maybe not. Maybe that's a generalization. But no, my day was good. My day was good. I was at the pier. Um, cool. It's getting colder up here. Um, I definitely appreciate the cold after being in, in Texas. So I don't know. What about you, Brando? You still appreciate the cold on bus duty today? Or? No, I hate it. It sucks. It poured on us yesterday. <laughs> so I was out in the pouring rain getting these little stinkers on the bus, you know, what are you going to do? But it's not snowing yet. But it's funny when you say that about our days being different, I feel like, Pat, you work with adults and, and older youth, right? Yes. And John does not work with children. Right. Nope. And I work with like three, four, five, six year olds, right? So it's like, I mean, I do a podcast twice a week. Ha <laughs> 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 We got a clown here too. So, I mean, I think our days could be dramatically different. You know, like what they do wife swap. We do podcast swap. Like we just switch with switch for the day. Yeah. I'm Pat cap for the day. Pat could do my job though. He knows he's good with kids. I've never never seen John. I'd probably enjoy it for about one day and that would be it. And then I'd be like, all right, ready to swap. But then I'd have to do the other six days. So, (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I could do either of your guys' job. And we... We definitely can't do yours. Like no, <laughs> so. no I just like the. They'd be like, "Wow, this Echo podcast mixing. brought to you editing wise by Pat Caprio." <laughs> they'd be like, Exo, "They're on some really- bombs edited in." <laughs> edited in. They'd be like, "They're really embracing the lo-fi style." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right, well, let's let's get into our picks here. It was a rough week last week. Um, I'm gonna roll the intro, and we can get into that in a second. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, so we're gonna roll through this segment as quickly as possible because we've definitely taken like 25 minutes of like game analysis in these last few weeks. All that analysis, you know that what that went means to? nothing. It how, means how many nothing. wins do you think we all had combined? Four, last three, three, three. Four. Ugh. We all had three wins combined. Oh, man. Ugh. Well, we all picked one W. Is that it? No. Uh, Brandon picked two. Brandon picked two W's. I picked one W. Pat, no! unfortunately, Pat, Pat went over two weeks in a Again? row. Again? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Wait, I was That's never happened. Week? That's never happened. 
The fat. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me see. Let me see here. This can't be right. Check the text. I mean, I wasn't really watching the games this weekend. I was in. I was in Pat, shit. Pat, seriously, Texas. I mean, Brandon went two and four. I went one and five. Like the NFL was spread wise a show last week. I think all these teams won against the spread. You know, pretty much. And were we it, picking it, spreads or just winners no, losers? No, just just straight up. I'm saying, but we t- we tend to pick what Vegas picks, you know, we pick the team that's most likely to win. And when the underdog covers, then our game picks look bad, but it's really rare for that to be like the actual case. So, yeah. So last week we had Buffalo at Miami. Obviously we all lost because Buffalo lost. That is another thing that happened too. That doesn't usually happen. Green Bay, Tampa Bay. We all picked Brady because we don't like betting against Brady. What do you know? Green Bay pulled out the most boring game of all time. I think the final score of that game was like 14 to 12. San Francisco at Denver. Yeah. That was San the Francisco. worst. That was the worst game I've ever watched in my entire life. San Francisco at Denver. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Was that like eleven to ten or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Jimmy G stepped 11? out of the end zone for the W. Yes. <laughs> and then threw a pick six that didn't count. All right. L.A. Rams at Arizona. Brandon and I picked L.A. for this one. Pat picked Arizona. L.A. was victorious in that one. Kyler, so, you're one and two. Worth all that money. Worth all of it. And, and Call of Duty beta didn't help. Sorry. Him. Yeah. 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 Las Vegas at Tennessee. We all had Vegas because Tennessee's having a rough year. You know, leave it to Tanny to pull one out as soon as Pat stops picking him. And yeah. then Detroit at Minnesota. Detroit was up early in this game, but ended up ultimately falling to Minnesota. Uh, I thought they were going to win that one. Dude, Dan I Campbell just he conditions them to, to pull out that performance every single week. They just, yeah. they need a superstar. They need one more superstar and the superstar will get them over the hump. But we don't have him. Jared Goff's not it. Anyways, keep going. So anyway, that leads to Pat going 0 and 6. I went 1 and 5, which is not much better. And Brandon went 2 and 4. And so Brandon, you have now no. we were just talking last Don't week. Don't say it. Don't say Brandon it. Brandon has fallen from the heavens below 500 for the, for first, the first time in game pick history. And also, I went back and checked last year's. It there was, was no not point. true that Pat did not spend any part of the season last year above 500. No, I was at 500 right towards the end, if I remember. Yes, yes. But I'd like, I think we were looking at. So Pat also started four and two last year, was off to a hot start. I'm looking at his totals. Let's see. Creeped up on 500 towards the end of the year, week 13, 32 and 40, 41 and 43 by week 15. 45 and 45 and then right. 48 and 48. So he's 500 for half of last year. Okay. And then ultimately fell down a little bit. Wait, what was I at week? What was I regular season wise last year? Regular season wise before the playoffs? Yes. 49 and 53 ultimately just below Ouch. 500. I was one win above that 50 and 52. So really not that much better. Brandon went 62 and 40, but <laughs> Yeah, so three through three weeks last year, which is actually week four because we didn't start till week two. Uh, Pat, you were seven and eleven. Great start. Uh, I Great was story. ten and eight, and Brandon was fourteen and four. So Brandon's what? gone oh from fourteen goodness. and four to eight and ten, which you know still a, a respectable drought season for the Wait, Bills. What am I, so what am I at right now? Uh, four and fourteen. We just all right. That's, nice. like, that's like a that's like a pedestrian Cleveland Brown season right there. So yes. I mean, still not the worst. Not like a Detroit Lions season. Wait, so where are you at? Like six and six, six and, 12. and twelve. Okay. Yep. So anyway, gotta make up. 
Some games. Let, let's let's try not to overthink these picks because apparently we're just doing it. So whatever you think, maybe just do the Flip opposite. Flip a coin. <laughs> I, honestly, like we'd all be at 500 if we just flipped coins for these. So against our better judgment. So yeah. anyway, Buffalo is three point favorites in Baltimore this week. Uh, Pat, you think Bill's clear that spread? How are you feeling about Lamar? Basically a race between him and Josh for the MVP at this point. Definitely the front runners. Well, number one, as Kanye West would say, racism is still alive. They'd just be concealing it. Pay Lamar Jackson for the love of God, Baltimore. This man is your entire franchise. You will just dissolve into irrelevance if this man is not on the squad. That being said, I love you, Lamar. You're the second best player in the NFL. Um, Bills cover. You know, they could win by one point and I wouldn't really care, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Nice. Brandon, I'll go before you just so we, we mix just up the order here. Remember the of rotation. Of course, I'm picking Buffalo. I've pretty much got that filled in on the spreadsheet the entire way. Uh, but who are you who are you picking? I'm gonna take the Bills. It's tricky. I'm looking at their past history. They've played close games, right? 17 to 3. That was not famously a blowout until the pick six and 24, 17, Josh's second year and three to 47 was just terrible. And then it gets down to like 13 to seven and 20 to 23. So the bills are three to 47 was Nathan Peterman game. Yeah, so that's, just, that's in a different, that, that's my lowest point ever as a bills fan. I think I've told you the story before, um, but the next, the year before that, when they played him in 16, it was like the bills had 111 yards of offense. The Ravens had like 300 yards. It was like 20 first downs combined between the two teams. So it's a different world now for these two offenses. And I remember uh, Fitzy beating them with Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs back in the day too. Yeah. Fitzy beat them in uh, 2013, 23 to 20. And then they lose in overtime. Yeah. So it goes on and on, but the, the weather is what do we tune in for? Right. And I think if it's bad out, it really plays for the Ravens. And I, I don't like that, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe it won't be so bad out and we can sling it, but you got to wonder how they're going to have the game plan after you come out and you throw for the most times in franchise history. How do you switch your game plan yeah. here? You know, both teams having a lot of trouble running the ball right now. So normally we'd be really worried about Baltimore as a, as a run threat, but they're having some of the same troubles as we are too, that they're getting yards with their quarterback, but not really with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. JK yeah. Dobbins has yet to really suit up. He could be a factor in this game. Is he playing? I think he played this past weekend, didn't he? That's a good question. I have him in a well, lot I don't of think, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because then Pat Ricard is playing too, and he's an absolute effing stud, like God tier lead blocker at the fullback position. So he's JK Dobbins. Sorry, Pat, to interrupt you. JK Dobbins played 26 snaps, 23 yards, two catches for 17 yards, and he has a chest injury. So he is limited in practice as of today which is Wednesday. Interesting. Interesting. All right. We got Minnesota going into the Superdome in New Orleans. I guess, I guess I'll go on first on this one. I like Minnesota, New Orleans. I think I want to say that James Winston is questionable for this week. Oh no, he's playing. He's playing. You're right. Despite back injury, he'll be out there. Okay, cool. Well, if Taysom Hill throws a couple passes, maybe, maybe throw him in the tight end. <laughs> Backup slot. Well, you got Andy Dalton fantasy league as a backup too. If you know, yeah, no, I'd rather him him be slinging passes, of course. You know, just making the taste and joke. But Pat, uh, or actually, Brando, who you got? Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. This game is not in prime time. This game is not a huge game for Kirk Cousins. He can kind of fly under the radar, get Justin Jefferson the ball, get Dalvin Cook the ball, 
and let their defense slow down this New Orleans offense. New Orleans doesn't scare me that much. Michael Thomas might get a couple yards. Alvin Kamara might do a little bit, but without Sean Payton there really kind of takes an edge off of this team that they had previous seasons. So I'm going to take Minnesota. I mean, it doesn't really, uh, Pat, what do you think? Wait, isn't this game, this game isn't in London, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, all right. Hey, Pat, good catch. Um, is it? I think so. Is that the game that starts early? That's the early game? Yeah, it is in London. Cool. Okay. We get 930 football. Nice. I like and, that. Um, you might say that the cup runneth over. And um, I think Saints win. Nice. Nice. All right. Next up on the docket, we got Tennessee going into Indy. Quick picks. Pat, who you got? Tanny, 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 <laughs> Tanny, Tanny. And by default, since the Colts beat the Chiefs, that means Tanny is on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. All right, John. Uh. <sighs> I got Indy in this one. I, I like him after beating the Chiefs. And I think that Tennessee, after grabbing a win, has uh, has reached their overachievement level for the year. Well, it's either my favorite player or a generational talent. So you really can't go to that. So. <laughs> ah. uh, Brandon, we got. <laughs> I have to pick between a bum and another bum. I don't want to watch this game. This game shouldn't be on TV. It's a generational bum. Oh, yeah, it is a generational (laughs) bum something. I don't even, I don't know. I got a heads. I got heads of Titans, tails of Colts. Heads of the Titans. Give me the Titans. Only because the Colts have no, they have no concept of who they are. And the Titans can at least give Derrick Henry something. Like, I know what I'm getting from him. Jonathan Taylor. Over, Over, under... 30 total passes thrown by both teams. Good question. Over under who runs more Taylor or Henry who has more yards. That's a good little side. Probably Henry because the Titans at least admit that Henry is their best player. Whereas the Colts have looked like they're trying to get away from Jonathan Taylor, which is the absolute worst thing you should do, but they've also been down in games too. So I can understand why his usage hasn't been high. You know, granted the year that I have him in like two fantasy leagues, but Anyway, Jacksonville going into Philadelphia. Jacksonville is kind of a little bit of a surprise to start the season. Pat, not if you paid got, attention. <laughs> not if you paid attention to Christian to Christian Kirk getting paid way too much money. And Zay to, Jones making over $10 million a year. But that being said, I live with a uh, big-time Eagles fan. Um, give me Jalen Hurts. I like it. He's an underdog. I don't know. Should be cool. And also, I think Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, like, why aren't we talking about them? Like, top-tier wide receiver combos in the NFL right now. So They are. I think they are. They are. A.J. Brown has really set this offense to a new level. With that being said, having Smith on the other side of him, it's the Davis and Diggs treatment. It's the Hill and... uh, Waddle. Waddle. What did I say? Oh, yeah, Hill and Waddle. I was thinking of when he was on the Chiefs, but... um, uh, stuff like that. So I'm going to take Philly as well. I don't think they're for real, for real, like for real, for real, for real. But I think yeah, they're they for play real in enough a to win this game. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Philly is actually favored by like six points in that game, I think. Um, now, granted, it is in Philly, so it'd be closer spread. I'd be interested field, if, but. in the points for Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence tied his like career highs for everything, and he's playing good. And I think that they surrounded him well, and he got rid of Urban Meyer. If it was... The points, I'd be thinking about Jacksonville, but I'm taking Philly. Yeah, same. I'm taking Philly straight up in the money line, too, on that one. They're good, but Jacksonville, I don't know, might have some uh, fantasy relevance coming out of there, too. Yeah, I have. I, think I got I, a couple got, of Jacksonville players. I've got a couple of uh, leagues with Trevor Lawrence on the bench. So Me, too. At least, the, at least the one time where I stupidly drafted Russell Wilson, that might be uh, coming into play. I picked up Trevor Lawrence a lot in the best ball leagues because you can have a backup quarterback, and if he performs better than your starter, then they give you the points for him. 
Yeah, so, that was my downfall last season. I had Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. I was I took a note from your books, man. I thought yeah. of you when I did that. Yep. I, uh, <laughs> I lost my playoff matchup because Matt Stafford, that was like his down week in whatever it was, week 16. Yeah. Joe Burrow went off for like 40 some odd points. Yeah. So uh, lesson learned there. You'll hate yourself for the rest of the year. Anyway, Sunday night football, Kansas City going into Tampa Bay. This game might be played in Minneapolis. I can just go first on this one. I'm going to take Kansas City no matter where the field is. Tampa Bay having to travel last minute possibly. I think that Tampa Bay just doesn't look like what they were. Um, I don't think that Gronk is the only thing contributing to that. They have wide receiver injuries. Um, But Kansas City coming off of a clunker and Tampa Bay coming off of a game that they shouldn't have won but probably feel good about. I'm going to take Kansas City on that one. They're not going to drop two in a row. Brandon, you want to pick next? Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Kansas City... I think Brady got lucky to beat Mahomes in overtime to get to their last Super Bowl with the Patriots. And I don't think Mahomes will let that happen again. And as well, this is the Super Bowl rematch, right? Brady did it in the Super Bowl with the whole line out of Kansas City and Mahomes running with his toes curled in his cleats. And on a straight up Sunday night, in a neutral field, I'm going to take Kansas City nine out of ten times. And we're not going to see the Peyton Manning last year with Denver when his arm was a noodle. But I think we're going to see a regression from Tom this year. You know, Mike Evans was out last week, but it seems like it seems like we're there just from everything that's going on with his home life. Which he's, we've we felt like that before, for sure. You know, five years ago. But yeah, I don't know. This time, you know, I'll, he didn't, didn't want to be when, there. I'll believe it when he's sitting on his couch week two yeah, of the season yes, yes. or past the trade deadline, I guess. But Pat, who you got in that one? Well, City, to, quote, to quote one of my heroes, Scotty Muscutty, we doubt him. Don't know a damn thing about him. Tom Brady, I'll tell you what you boys were talking about. Levante David and Devin White still on the squad. Um, you know, You're right? probably the best linebacker duo in the NFL. And um, Milano and Edmonds would slap you. I mean, they're... they're uh, <laughs> handsomer but um you know <laughs> no i'm kidding but no, no they have a good the, linebacking core in tampa you're right they do good defensive line antoine winfield jr uh, carlton davis is pretty nice but i will say it's debatable who's better now i feel like that's you could have that debate but levante david and um devin white have definitely been better for longer yes they're they're yeah. more established they've been around for a while i agree and they've been good for a long time but so. I, I will never doubt tom again um tom has put us all in the doghouse at one point. So, yeah, <laughs> even though he failed us last week, I think they had a uh, interesting story about their last game. The play clock only went, uh, you know, normally you have 25 seconds before a two point try. Play clock started at 20 after they scored that touchdown and then needed to go for two to tie up the game at yeah, 14. And they got the penalty. Yep, so they got to delay a game after the play clock only went up to 20 seconds, curiously, in their home stadium. So, interesting. But anyway, last, Monday Night Football, we got the Rams at San Francisco. I feel like picking these NFC West games has really caused some havoc for us. Um, But anyway, Pat, you want to go first on this one? It hurts me to say this. It really hurts me to say, well, it doesn't hurt me to say this, but Matt Stafford's getting his group back a little bit. Um, you know, you do have whatever one angry dwarf and 53 other dudes in Arizona. So it's not like we've really seen these teams be battle tested against anyone except each other. So um, I don't know. Give me the Rams. I just, Jimmy was not, 
he just seemed like he was happy to be out there last week. To be honest, watching watching some of the highlights from the game. So I uh, we we need to talk about this because Dan Orlovsky just like his soul returned. Yeah, stepping out the back of the end. <laughs> yeah, like the the ghost of the spirit of the safety has returned and it's taken over Jimmy G's body. I also liked this clip where Jimmy G says to his coach Kyle Shanahan, "All your plays suck, man." And it was like you could literally read his face saying that. So there yep. is some turmoil there. The Rams are better at quarterback. They might even be better at their skill positions. You know, you might have a better running game in San Fran, but they're deep. Give me the defense. Give me Aaron Donald. Jimmy G, if you had to pick a weakness, he's not going to run away from this pass rush of Aaron Donald. So give me the Rams. Yeah, yeah. they should just switch to modeling. Well, I still, still got it. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, at least he at least he's not paying playing hockey. You know that that'd True. be the risk there. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like the Rams in this one. I think that one's that was pretty straight. Up. But actually, I wonder. I want to say that uh, I got to look at the spread for this game, just really quick. I I think San Fran was favored, which was actually very what? surprising to me. Was well, it in? Is it's it probably in San Fran? In, it is in San Fran. I think they were favored by like a point or two. San Fran is minus 1.5. So, yeah, wow. three points. Yeah, it's a little bit of the swing. But, yeah, 49ers favored. Give me the yeah. Rams as an underdog. I'll, yeah, I'll take the money line on that. Might be a good candidate for the DraftKings early win promotion where if your team gets up seven, you cash out early. So, that works for me in the Detroit game. Yeah, they got This up past quick. weekend, Detroit, Detroit yeah. went up 7-0, and it was winner. So, sweet. All right, we're going to get a break in here really quick before Brando's bets, um, but... We'll be right back. Time for Brando's Bets. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. The weekend is upon us. And you think I'm going to start reading an ad right now, but I'm not. I'm going to sit here. <laughs> I actually thought you were. I was like, there's no, there's no read this week. There's no read this week. So we're going to get right into it because we are here to celebrate Football Sunday with the Bills. We're on a bit of a snide here for Brando's bets. My game picks are clearly in another world all of our game picks i mean we're not doing well, you're great. not a financial advisor you're so right yeah, exactly. what you're right so you what am i really just you know hey, anyways t- i'll say this one and two with plus odds still not that bad yeah you know, if we were if we were conservative we'd be doing negative odds things but I yeah mean, who's, got, who's got time for that we bet positive odds every week and came out with a winning record last year yeah in positive odds so and, and i just i'm really big on the lukewarm takes not a hot take bet right i don't want to give my I might, I might do one or two in, in the portfolio of things for the day on sunday just to have a big hitter available i know john's missed a couple by one or two legs when he's got oh his God, bets yeah. in i've missed a couple by one or two legs i missed one by a couple points overs here and there so it, this is a game of inches it's a game that is not kind Every week in the weekends that it is kind, we're happy. So we're going to go with this week. It's tricky in the Bills game with the weather. We see Ian is being a little bastard down south and he's going to head up north. Baltimore could be affected by the time Sunday rolls around. So the passing game, I don't want to touch yards. I don't want to touch completions. I don't want to touch attempts. 
but I am looking at touchdowns because Josh Allen can still throw the ball in short yards situations. You saw it on fourth and goal for Reggie Gilliam twice now, right? You've seen Reggie Gilliam catch short passes in the red zone twice this season so far. You saw McKenzie do it. So I have faith that he will be able to get his completions, two touchdowns. And I want to stick in the backfield. Devin Singletary has looked good catching the ball, coming out of the flats. Miami blitzed heavily. The running backs need to be prepared to flash quickly to catch a ball if the blitz comes and he's the hot receiver. Josh knows before the play, really. And he's not forcing things like he was previously that we have seen. And he's getting these yards. We talked about this before the season started. He's leading the league in yards right now. What did Singletary have last week? Over 80 passing yards? Uh, 78 yeah. receiving yards. So over oh, receiving yards, yeah. So we see this influx in his game. So I'm going to look at 13 and a half over Devin Singletary receptions. So these odds combined. Receiving yards. What did I say? Did I say receptions? receptions? Yeah. No, that'd be a crazy game. Yeah. So... <laughs> Don't start him as your wide receiver one in fantasy football. Start him as a flex running back who could see potential in the catching game by receiving more than 13 and a half yards. So Brando's bet parlay of the week this week is Josh Allen over one and a half touchdowns through the air and Devin Singletary over 13 and a half yards receiving through the air to pay out plus 175 odds. I like it. It's not a hot take. Very reasonable bet. I hope that they show up to play and the weather does not hamper this game. Yeah, I like it. Like, I know you did mention attempts. I have had pretty good luck betting attempts, actually. That is a cool stat that you can kind of get into, especially on these primetime games where usually, you know, unless you have like, I mean, we've had a couple duds in primetime lately, but the attempts still get up there for passes. You know, if you're Usually a good bet for a quarterback to get 30 plus attempts in, in this year's NFL, unless you're the Chicago Bears pretty much. I really um, like completions more than attempts. Oh, we lost Pat. All right. Uh, we had some technical difficulties there. Pat cut out, so uh, he might be gone for the rest of the episode, unfortunately. But yeah, do you have any uh, predictions for the uh, Ravens-Bills game, final score prediction? I was just looking, and it's not a primetime game, but if you look at the map of the coverage of who's getting what game, the Bills-Ravens is on about 90% of the country. And I know the people want to see Lamar and Allen ball out. I think they will, whether it's Josh through the air. Or th- like, they're going to battle, and it's going to be a heavyweight fight. It seems to be these two well-coached teams, Harbaugh, McDermott, they have history together, former teammates or coaching mates, whatever you want to call it. But the score is tricky because the Bills have always played Lamar pretty well. So I'm going to say 21-26 Bills win in a close one. I like it. Um, I'm going 31-21 Bills. You know, maybe a pull away touchdown late after the Bills are up like 24-21, something like that. But yeah, despite the conditions, I think that unless it's super duper windy, I think even in the rain, Josh can go over 300 passing yards, do his thing. He's done it in the rain before. Ravens secondary has had some tough luck these past few weeks. Or I don't want to say tough luck, but they can blow coverages. And uh, certainly I don't think that they're going to be as effective getting pressure on Josh as Miami was. So I like, uh, yeah, 31-21. Kyle Hamilton's had a rough start to his rookie career being safety for the Ravens. I mean, you see 
he got torched against the Dolphins, and they don't have any softballs here. They uh, the Raven. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna look forward to watching it on Sunday. Hopefully, the injury bug dies, drowns in the weather, whatever, whatever innuendo metaphor that you need to get our guys healthy again. Go sleep in the cryogenic chambers. Go see your physical therapist. Go do acupuncture. Get pliable. Get the TB12 method. Whatever you need to do. <laughs> Eat an avocado. Yeah. And I'll tell you happy birthday, Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds and anybody on our Bills team. If you want an avocado on your birthday, you get it. But stay healthy, please. And win these games that you're supposed to win. Yeah, for sure. All right. Sounds good. We're looking forward to the game. That's going to do for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Remember, I think our, I'm going to be honest, I think by the time this episode comes out, the merch site might already be down because our seven-day free trial might be over, but I'll have to check on that. So <laughs> if it's in the show link, it's in the show link. If not, it's not. But uh, Check it out. Yeah, check it out. We got some uh, cool stuff that we just left our logo on, and Pritful has like really good stuff. Like It's it's not crappy stuff. Like We've ordered it. They the printing is really good and the t-shirts are super soft. Like it's so soft. softest t- so soft. Soft, softest t-shirt that I own and yeah. the sweatshirts are nice. There's a really nice Gildan hoodie yeah. in there that's the same brand yeah. as uh yeah, these are these are brand name clothing things. It's just printful putting stuff on it. Anyway, cool. We'll see you guys on Wednesday next week and go Bills. Go Bills. Alright, sweet. I'm gonna go eat some pad thai. Yeah.